You have tuned in to Authors Up here on ALH Broadcasting, an affiliate of the Streaming Inspirational Broadcast Network. Your hosts are authors Ruth Griffin, Andrea L. Hines, and yours truly, Victoria Henderson Poole. We love what we do, and we know it is every author's desire to get their work to a greater audience. Authors Up is a forum for authors by authors those who are already published, and those who want to be, along with other writers and playwrights. Here, we provide an opportunity for their work to be showcased as we share our own, gain tips and tools, information and insight to not only enhance the writing process, but be able to just enjoy the journey. Those who are willing to put pen to paper will usually have a story they are willing to tell and they are invited to tell it right here. And if you are not a writer yet, no worries. We want you to be a part of our listening audience. So take notes if you like, send in your questions, or just feel free to comment on the candid conversation because it's time for Authors Up. Good evening, good evening, good evening, and welcome to Authors Up. This is your forum for authors, by authors, and we are so glad that you have tuned Stage Broadcasting. We're an affiliate of the Streaming Inspirational Broadcast Network, and we always have something good, 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 good for you on Sunday <laughs> evenings. And this Sunday is no different. My wonderful co-hosts are here with me. We have a very, very, very special guest. And when I tell you we have a very special guest, I mean, you better fasten your seatbelt because we got a very, very, yeah. very special <laughs> guest tonight. We have been waiting for her. Can't wait to talk to her and, and have her share with us this evening. But before we get started on that, um, Ruth is going to welcome you and tell you a little bit about her week. And then Victoria is going to do the same thing. And then I'm going to come back and join them. So, Ruth, have at it. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. And I just want to thank everybody for joining us. Stop laughing. Um, no, I just I want to thank everybody for joining us. We, we enjoy having you. And I just want to say this past week has been, um, I won't say challenging, because, you know, last month I started my new job and I was like, okay, I just got to get adjusted to my schedule. So, I missed out on the gym for like a couple of days and then I missed out for three or four days. And then like that last couple of weeks, I was just like, no, I'll just do that later. <laughs> yeah, we all know how that goes. So I mm-hmm. said, you know what, it's, it's May. I'm going to get back in the gym. And I did. And I am so sore now. I, f- I feel like my oh, limbs really? could fall off. So it's oh, normal. And it'll go away in a few days, but it's just one of those things where you're just like, why, why, why did I even stop? So, <laughs> yeah. 
Bless your heart. That's where I'm at. Yep. So, but <laughs> have you started yeah, running? Yes. Yeah, so, and that's the thing because you know, with the summer, I I, pref- I was running inside when the pandemic hit, and then I discovered that I prefer running outside. But you can't do that in the winter when it's cold mm-hmm. and you have asthma. So I had to stop yeah. running outside um, for months. So I'm back at it okay. again, and I'm finding that uh, my body's just like, this is, no, we, we're not having fun. So um, no. I'm trying to get back into that, you know, so I'm running and inhaling pollen at the same time. Oh, and good. So, but I'm still doing it, you know, and I'm only clocking, like, what? Um, so it takes me about 15 minutes to run a mile now, so I got to work on my time. So, yeah. That's all right. You're out there and you're doing it. We're so proud of you, aren't we? Thank you. Thank you. Yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> well, good evening, everyone. This is Victoria. Just wanted to say um, welcome as um Welcome to to everyone. Glad you're with us, and as always, welcome to my bronze girls. Glad I'm here with you again tonight. Um, let's see. For me, the last week has been a little challenging. Too, um, I'm still doing my health maintenance program. I'm quite proud of myself for sticking to it for the most part. But also, um, my job has required me to um, come back into the office. So trying to juggle, um, you know, go things at home you know, um, the office work and, and just get back into it. And I tell you, I really could tell that I enjoyed being at home. You know, I the, the walls in my office are so thin. I literally could hear all the conversations of I have a, a guy who, who actually works in my office, but he's, you know, in another part of the office. And then there's someone who sits behind me. I can hear everybody's conversation. So that has been the challenging piece is to you try to stay focused on my work and not listen to all the conversations going on around me. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> so I, I'm like, oh, my God, see how spoiled we get, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So that's it for me. But I know it's going to be all right, you know. Um, I, I got to do it. So um, by, mm-hmm. thing, by mid-May, I'll be back in, I think, five days a week, so. Um, yeah. That's it for me this week, y'all. Y'all just pray my strength. Pray my strength. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am. I am happy to welcome everybody this evening. It's always good to see who comes on the line and who joins us and the comments that they have. That's always an exciting adventure. <laughs> so I'm just mm-hmm. glad that that uh, our listeners are just coming in and and we are. Um, we're going to have a good night. We're going to have a good good program for you this evening. Uh, my week has been um, really, really good. I don't, I don't know what happened. Uh, could be those those gummies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they have gummies what? for everything. <laughs> what gummies? Some biotin gummies and some elderberry okay. gummies, and then there's some goalie gummies. <laughs> I'm just gonna let that pass on by. <laughs> what I thought you were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus! Do not start this evening. 
saying? Do not, do not, do not. Uh, what, what did I say? The nutritional. Okay, um, thank you. Vitamin type gummies. Okay. Okay. That, that All right. That ought to cover it. Yeah. So yeah. I don't okay. know whether mm-hmm. that's it or, or, or what. So I, I don't do Red Bull and five hour energy drinks and things like that, but I have had more energy this past week. And um, so okay. I've been getting a lot of things done, um, going from one task to another and being very conscious of uh, finishing. Uh, my assignments and not being all, all over the place and having things half done. Uh, so I feel good about okay. that. I feel good about the fact that I am on target to have the book uh, completed by the deadline. Um, so I feel good about that. And um, I'm not sure. Actually, uh, I think when this airs, I will have have completed it on time. So okay. right. I'm grateful for that. I'm happy for that. <laughs> and I'm, I'm thankful for the push, ladies. I am thankful, thankful Amen. for the push. Amen. So, um, and, and my step tracker, I am loving this thing because it is really, huh? really keeping me moving and uh, keeping me very aware of, you know, mm-hmm. oh, been sitting at the computer too long, got to get up, got to, you know, walk around a little mm-hmm. bit and, you know, if I don't do anything, go to the mailbox and come back. It's steps to it's outside, and and I feel feel good about that. I feel good about that. That's awesome. And good I feel good about tonight because you know what? We have a guest with us tonight. Ooh, I'm excited, excited, excited. <laughs> and I'm going to begin by telling you all a little bit about her. Her name is Monique Nikki. Hedeker Green, and she is a native New Yorker currently residing in the wonderful city of Raleigh, North Carolina, where she's lived for the past 25 years. She is a wife and a mother of two sons and a fur baby daughter. (laughs) She went to school to become a medical assistant and an EMT in New York and a veterinary technician, veterinary veterinary technician in North Carolina. In 2002, she started working at the Employment Securities Commission, where she was employed for 15 years until she received a stage four metastatic breast cancer diagnosis. Even though this is her second battle fighting cancer, most recent, a terminal stage four diagnosis, Nikki is thriving every day, trusting and believing that the God she serves holds her life in his hands. She'll be the first to tell you her time is when God says, not man. After her separation from the Employment Security Commission, she started treatment, became a radio, internet talk show host on ALH Broadcasting, and started her beaded jewelry line. She lives in the present and enjoys every day she is alive. Please welcome our guest for tonight, Monique Hedeka Green. Now, I call her my warrior woman. So let's set up some hearts and let's welcome our guest. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Hey, everyone. Now, look, I said I'm not going to cry. Why am I tearing up already? I ain't even started. All right, don't start. Don't start. Don't start. No, it won't be none, New Yorker. Okay. 
<laughs> we have to keep our eyes on Nikki and Victoria, I tell you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, I am so happy to be here. Thank you all for inviting me. It is an honor to be here with you all. Who would have thought I would be on Authors Up? <laughs> I am just right? blown away. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Yes, yes. Yes, we are so happy to have you here, and we're we're glad that you're able to make it with us. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. I'm pushing through one day at a time. You know, that's all I can Mm -hmm. do is take one day at a time. That's right. That's right. We're Mm -hmm. glad to hear that. So you you are here to talk about your book, Nothing Shall Separate Me. And, um, you know, before we get into it, we want to do just a little backstory on it because you actually submitted it to us when we did the uh, contest last year. And I'm yes. you didn't win, but you were determined to publish it. So yes. <laughs> tell us a little bit about your – tell us a little bit about that. Tell us about your book. Okay. Well, look, first of all, if it was not for um, Elder Hines, I probably wouldn't be on Authors Up tonight <laughs> because she, she pushed me. I'm telling you, she pushed me. Mm-hmm. All I had was some some lines written down on one sheet of paper, and that was my book, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but when y'all announced the contest, Elder Hines said, I think you need to enter. And I'm telling uh-huh. you, when Elder Hines said that, I was skeptical at first, but I said, you know what, I'm going to do it. And I think at that time, I only had like 12 days left to do it. Right. Send in a manuscript. I think y'all were saying to send in a manuscript. Mm-hmm. So I told Elsa Hines, I said, I don't have no manuscript. Mind you, I didn't even know what that was. <laughs> and then she told me, she broke it down to me. And I'm telling you, I pulled out my computer and I just started. I started typing. And it's like when I started typing, God took over. Mm-hmm. Amen. It was just—it was just amazing to me. I just—I just couldn't believe it, you know. And I think I did probably twelve chapters in one day. <laughs> wow, that's awesome. Yes. Well, we and we are glad that you did because I'll tell you what: as your editor and publisher, I was—I um, saw the first draft of your book and I thought, okay. She needs a little help. And as I started going <laughs> through it, you know, what what captivated me was your story because, you know, I, I'm reading it and I usually do like a few pages. You know, I, I pace myself, but it, I, was, I started going, okay, I started reading it. I, I bypassed the editing. I'm like, <clears throat> excuse me, I, I had to read and find out what happened in your story. And it was, mm-hmm. it was just that engrossing as I kept going through it. I'm like, okay, this is, you know, because, you know, we, we live in the same area. You know, we moved here around the same time. And I'm sitting there imagining, okay, I was going through this. What was she doing? What was going on and all that? So it was just, it, it, it really is an amazing story, just where God has brought you from, what you are doing now. And just, you know, your story is far from done. So we can just call this mm-hmm. volume one. But Thank it, you. It just, to me, it, 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 it was an amazing story. You know, what, aside from God, what, just, what, was in it, what was in you to make you share it? Um, I think I just, 
I wanted to share it because there are so many people like me that are in hiding. They're scared of what they've gone, what they're going through, what they've been through, and I think it's it's just a matter of being vulnerable and telling your story. Because I always say, people have we all have a story to tell. Some some people's stories are bigger than others, but we all have a story to tell. And there's somebody out there waiting to hear your story. You are going to help somebody else. So I, I did mm-hmm. the book so that people could live in. Um, live in their authentic self, you know, and not be ashamed of what they've been through. Mm-hmm. So I, I did that to help others. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wanted them to hear my story and not be ashamed to tell theirs. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. I, I, absolutely. So, well, um, so do you see yourself writing another book? I do. <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> I thought she was going to say no. <laughs> but, well, look, but at first I said no, but I said, you know what? I, th- I said, I'm ready to write my second one now. <laughs> but in the beginning, yes, I only seen one book. I did. <laughs> but I was told, once you write one book, oh, believe me, you're going to be ready to oh, yeah. write your second one. So do you see your um, writing process any different for that second one? I think so because it's not going to be the same, you know, it's not going to be the same story. So this, mm-hmm. the, the second book will be totally different. Okay. Okay. Sounds yeah. like you already know what you're going to write. So. Oh, yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to hand you over to Andrea, and we'll, uh, we'll go from there. Okay. Well, Miss Lady, aren't you glad you kept going? I sure am, Elba. <laughs> Thanks to you, <laughs> because you know I was ready to give up. <laughs> <laughs> she, this, this is the example of setting a new goal. Um, she had written so much, and Nikki had written so much, and then, and then she said, "Well, no, I, I don't, I don't know, I don't know what I'm going." And then she got this goal in mind. She said, "I need to have this book written by my birthday." And I said, "Well, all righty then." And that's exactly what happened. That is exactly Mm -hmm. what happened. She had it done by her birthday. I'm so proud of you, Nikki. Um, Thank you so much. To to tell your story. And there are a couple of things that I do want to ask you. Thing number one, you know when we're always talking about telling your story and everybody having a story, it's just whether or not they want to tell it. But when you're writing a memoir, as you are with this, um, it's not just your story because, you know, your husband's involved, your children are involved, and, you know, the transparency that you have has to be transparency that they're willing to deal with as well. Um, how how did your family, how did your friends, how did they react to um, the 
the uh, events or occurrences that affected them directly or that they may not have realized were going on in your life at the time? How, how did they receive what you were doing? Yeah, they were really shocked. When they, when they seen everything that I was going through, they couldn't believe it because that's something that I kept to myself. I didn't even tell my family. And I think I was okay. ashamed to tell my family. So they didn't even know. But they, when they read it, they was like, wow, I did not know you went through all that. So they were shocked. Mm-hmm. 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 But they were okay. And, they were okay because they know I'm fine now, you know. But yes, yes. And that is, that is the, the issue that you are fine now. You are fine now. You've been through a lot. Uh, not just personally, but with your health and the things that are have been going on with you there. But you have amazing resolve. Um, your uh, I don't know what your next book is going to be, but you do some powerful, powerful uh, affirmations in your lunchtime love. L- lunchtime love, yeah, that's right. Uh, that you <laughs> post on on uh, Facebook and. You're just an encourager in spite of in spite of all of the things that you you have had to uh to endure but I want to ask you in writing the book what was the and and there may not be a part that you can identify, but is there a particular part of your story that was really difficult for you to tell uh, I think yeah, I think my relationship when I was in my relationship, that was a difficult part to tell. Mm-hmm. And I think, like I said, because I think we, we don't know how people are going to perceive us after, after they mm-hmm. hear it. Oh, I think it's mm-hmm. something that makes you nervous mm-hmm. and a little vulnerable. And, and like I said, we don't know how people are going to perceive it once they hear it, you know? And mm-hmm. like I said, I don't know if I mentioned it before, but I was one of those women who used to call other women stupid for staying in an abusive relationship until I was in it myself. You know, so I said mm-hmm. I would never do that, never, ever, because you never know what people are going through. And you don't know, mm-hmm. you know, how people are trying to get out of the relationship that they are in. So that was that was the hard part, telling that, that part of the story, mm-hmm. the abusive mm-hmm. relationship that I in. Mm-hmm. Have you ever uh, worked with, uh, specifically worked with women who um, were in domestic violence situations? I have never, never. Okay, and I, I think this is this is a way that you are doing that without that being the, the true intent. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. I get it. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I believe that there are people who will pick your book up who were thinking the same thing that you were thinking uh, but are going to come through on the other side because of your vulnerability and because of your your transparency. Uh, so I applaud you. I applaud you for it, uh, Nikki. Is there a particular part other than the relationship part um, that, holds a special place for you? Probably when I was first diagnosed with cancer. You know, the way I went through it, I never blamed God. I never asked God, why me? You know, I always Mm -hmm. said, why Mm -hmm. not me? You know, 
that's one thing I never did was ask God why me. You have a lot of women that and men who go through cancer and ask God why me, you know. And mm-hmm. so when I was first diagnosed, I think that that part of my life held a special place in my heart because I never doubted God. You know, I never mm-hmm. asked why me God. And I just went through mm-hmm. my journey with grace, with grace, you know, and just held on to my faith, knowing that if God did it for so many other women, he can do it for me too. So, yeah, my first diagnosis held a special place. Mm-hmm. And when you say you went through it with grace, I marvel at you going through it with grace even now, even with what you are going through now. Uh, my heart is lifted whenever I see you when you come to church. And and it's just, you, you are you an amazing woman, and you are an amazing author. Thank you so much. I know this. This is not, you know, this is not a place where you thought you would be. And it is just a testimony to to the goodness of God and the plans of God uh, coming to pass. Not not always the path that we think that we will take, but clearly through your book, uh, you're just letting people know when God's got you, he's got you. He's and then he has a plan for your life. He has a plan for your life. And and I am just, I am in awe of your fortitude. I am in awe of your story. And I, I am just grateful that that myself and Victoria and Ruth had a part to play uh, in this Amen. part of your journey. So thank um, you so much. Thank you so much for <laughs> for being you and for being on with us tonight. And, Victoria, I hope you don't have any tissues because it's your turn now. <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> I, yes, I don't know I don't why sometimes no y'all make me laugh because y'all know, you know, I sit up here and listen to y'all talk to the authors. I'll be like, okay, I, I got to get myself together. <laughs> but Nikki, you know, you know, I just have to tell you, you know, I love you. You know, Nikki and I have gotten a little closer through COVID. You know, that bag on Nikki would sit there and show this jewelry that she sit there and make, and I'm like, I gotta have that piece. I gotta have that piece. Because <laughs> along with being an author, she made the most beautiful jewelry, and I'm, yes. I'm, I have a yes. I have a pink set that I just love. Oh my goodness! And in 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 your story, Nikki, is just a beautiful story of how God. You know, you think your life is going one way, and then God takes it and turns it into another way. And I, and he just yeah. he takes it and makes it beautiful despite what you went through. And that's what I love about your book. I love that about your life. You know, you are a living yeah. testimony of that. Because, mm-hmm. you know, we like I said, with going through COVID, um, you, you, didn't, you weren't making the jury before that, but you started right. just playing with a few pieces. And, and, and tell our listeners a little bit about that, and then we'll get back to the book. So I do have something to ask you about the book. Okay, Tell sure. us about how the jewelry came out. Yeah, so I was, you know, in the house, bored with COVID, <laughs> doing nothing, <laughs> <laughs> trying to find something to do. And I said, you know what, I don't know. You know, I love jewelry as it is. So I said, I would love to try and make me an ankle bracelet. And that's how it mm-hmm. all started, so. I went and bought me some beads and just made a simple ankle bracelet, and I couldn't believe it. 
and I posted it, and people liked it. And they started right. asking, how can they get one? So I was like, oh, wait a minute now. I'm on to something. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and after the ankle bracelets came, you know, bracelets and then necklaces. <laughs> so I was like, wow, okay. <laughs> and I've always wanted to do jewelry. I wanted to do jewelry when I was younger, but never picked it up. You know, that's just something I never did. Right. So right. I'm like, wow, you know, that's why I say God's timing is perfect. You know, his, his, yes. his ways are not our ways and his thoughts are not our thoughts, but his timing is always perfect. So I said, well, look, this is the time I guess I was supposed to start my little jewelry line during COVID. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it that's what happened. How beautiful. Uh-huh. And I remember I asked her, I had um, ordered an anklet. And I said, you, do you make um, earrings too? Because I think I want some earrings with this anklet. <laughs> and she's like, right. no, but I could try. <laughs> Right. <laughs> and she ended up trying, and she made the most beautiful pieces. And I tell you, I treasure my pieces. I really do. And then when somebody asks me, I tell them exactly who made it and go send them to you. And so I oh, thank you for thank that. You. I, oh, it's just beautiful. <laughs> but um, I also like your story because it is similar to mine in some ways. And, you know, I don't talk about, you know, all the things that I've gone through either, but you you you're you you're inspiring me to do so and i i don't like to talk about it cuz it's like oh it happened you know i'm over it whatever but then i think about it you know that i have girls and maybe they do need to know part of my story of what made me become who i am today so i don't know mm-hmm. i may i may write it down one day but i just thank you for that for really um being um transparent and being open enough to share your heart and your heart definitely comes across in the book and we you know we are authors that we always talk about transparency and I always like to talk about you know as much as the book says some bad parts um, of, of your story I like to get to the good parts because I like to talk about the victory okay and mm-hmm. chapter 14 okay. chapter 14 is a good Part of your victory, because that talks about your husband. So you talk yeah, about chapter her. 14 and talk about <laughs> that Emmanuel. Mm-hmm. Come on. <laughs> yes, well, my hubby, I tell you, he, he's just amazing. He's amazing, and I know that he was God sent, so... I tell you, and I never thought, never thought I would be married because I wasn't the marrying type. I was rough on a man, you hear me? Especially after my relationship. (laughs) (laughs) She said she's rough on a man, y'all. Yes, yes. Give them the time of day. Couldn't tell me nothing. But I tell you, like I said, when I was diagnosed, my first diagnosis is when I met my husband. And I was Mm -hmm. going through my last treatment um, of radiation. And um, I met him. I'm friends with his cousin, I mean, his cousin, mm-hmm. you know, girlfriend, and I met her, uh, she invited me to a family cookout, and that's where I met my husband, and, mm. um, yeah, you know, after I left, you know, my girlfriend said, you know, I got somebody who would love to talk to you, he said, yeah. <laughs> she said, she said he had red bone, I said, red bone, oh, my Lord, <laughs> <laughs> and asked if he could have my number. So I said, you know, I wasn't really into dating then. You know, I was just into God. It was just me and the Lord. So 
I really yeah. wasn't into dating, you know, but I said, okay, sure, give him my number. And, you know, he called me that night, and we stayed on the phone probably seven hours. Oh, my goodness. Then, yes, seven hours. And uh, it, it, that, the rest was history. <laughs> oh, my goodness. The rest was history. Yeah, we went out on a date, and uh, that was it. We went out on a date. He came down to Raleigh, and, um, you know, he understood that I was celibate, you know, and I didn't want to, you know, um, have sex until marriage, until I was married. Right, and right. he... You know, and that is one thing that really drew me to him because he accepted that. So, like I said, we went on the first date, and we were together every day ever since. He even stayed with me in my house, but he stayed in the guest room. Mm Mm-hmm. How beautiful. And we were married a year later. Oh, look at that. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh-huh. That's what I'm going to say right now, y'all. Get the book. Get the book so y'all can read this part. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. I'm not yes. gonna tell you too much more. <laughs> that's that's yes. just amazing, and may, and I love I love that part about you know like you said saying celibate till you got married, and you're letting you know letting somebody out there to know that they can do it. They can. Oh yeah. Do it. We can do all things through Christ. That's beautiful. Was you it really can. hard though? Was it really hard? No, that's what I was going to say. That's a real. That's really a mind over matter thing. I was celibate for twelve okay. years. Yep, so wow. it was just me and the Lord. I was just into just getting closer to the Lord. I had gotten saved and, you know, made a promise to God that that's what I wanted to do, save myself till I was yes. married again. Didn't think I was mm-hmm. going to get married because I said, oh, not me. But, look, God had other mm-hmm. plans. <laughs> he had other plans. Oh, and, wow. Yeah, a year later we were married. Awesome. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tell any more about that. Like Vic said, get the book. <laughs> get the book. <laughs> well, you tell the man well, we we he the man tonight. He the man. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Well, is there anything else that you would like to share on your heart, um, Nikki, to our listeners about your journey and your story? Yeah, I want to say one thing too, and this is. Something that I think a lot of women, even men, that's why I wrote, and I don't want to leave men out because I wrote the book for men as right. well because there are men that are in abusive relationships as well, and they are in mm-hmm. hiding. They don't talk about it because they probably feel like that's a sign of weakness. So this book was really for women and men too. But one thing I do want to say, and this is about an abusive relationship, is find, mm-hmm. a, find somebody that you can really and truly trust and have a system with them. You know, if you're in trouble, you know, have a, a word or something that you would tell somebody. You know, have a word, a secret word or something right. that will let them know, okay, well, you're in trouble. You know, you need help. I All think right. that's so important to do so that you're not out here going through this by yourself, but you have somebody that you can confide in and that you can, you know, that they can help you. So I think my thing is to find somebody that you can confide in, you know, like a buddy system, and have a a, a specific word that you would give them to let them know that you're in trouble, something's going on. And I think that that right there is so important. And don't be scared. Don't don't be scared. Because a lot of times, and I hate to say it, but, you know, women, even men, they may go for um, order of protections, and that don't even help us sometimes. So... Don't be scared to let somebody know that you're in trouble. Find somebody that you can confide in, and then you you, you tell them. You know, y'all have a, a system. 
you know, whether it's a word or a saying that y'all have, and then they'll know, mm-hmm. you know, so that they can help you as well. Yeah. yeah and don't be afraid right. to tell your Amen. story. Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid to tell your story because there's somebody out there that you're going to bless with your story. Amen. 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 And, and what do you always say, Nikki? What do you always say? What's your tagline? You have to say it for us tonight. What, to remember to keep a smile on your face and a hello in your mouth? It just there you go. The <laughs> That's it. That's it. You knew what I was talking about. <laughs> but also, tell our listeners how they can get in touch with you and where they can find you on social media and where they can get the book. Sure. So you can find me, Monique Hedeker Green, on Facebook. I'm on Instagram as well as Nikki underscore 1969. Don't ask me about Twitter because I don't forgot my handle on that one. (laughs) (laughs) Just create a new one. (laughs) I might have to. (laughs) And, yes, you can purchase my book through me, or you can go on Amazon. I think it's on the Barnes & Noble uh, website. Mm -hmm. So many. Oh, my gosh, Ruth, I might need your help. (laughs) <laughs> you know, yes, it is, it is available anywhere you get books. So if you right. got a, uh, yeah, if you got a Kobo, if you you shop at Walmart and exclusively at Walmart, you can also order it online at Walmart. So anywhere All you right. get books, you can find the book. So yes, Kindle too. Okay. Yeah, Kindle too. Yes. Woohoo! All right, we it's yeah. big time. <laughs> Welcome to the world of authorship, Nick. <laughs> I'm like, wow, I can't, I can't even believe it. So humbled, y'all just don't know. And Ruth Amen. has done such a great job, Ruth. Thank you so much, Ruth. I oh, cannot you thank welcome. you enough. Yes, you and Elza, welcome. thank you for pushing me. And Dick, thank you so much for encouraging me. Y'all are just You're beautiful right. ladies, I tell you. Thank you. You are oh, beautiful as you. well. We love you too. We really do. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Oh, okay, now I'm trying not to cry again, y'all. Okay. <laughs> I, I think it's time for Ruth to give her tips so I don't cry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so tonight we're going to talk about writing spaces. I've mentioned before that it's important to have a designated writing place, but writing in different places from time to time can help spark creativity and you'll be in position when that creativity strikes. So what are those different writing places? Um, I know you guys probably haven't read the books, but E.L. James, the author of the Fifty Shades of Grey series, when she she wrote the book, um, those books, she was quoted as saying that she wrote a lot of the book on her phone. And it was weird Hmm. back then because that was like the early uh, 2000s. But, you know, she said that she would be dropping her kids off or riding, you know, running errands, and that's when inspiration would hit, and that's she would stop wherever she was at, whether it was a soccer match or the grocery store, and she would write her book. So and, mm. and for me, you know, Victoria, you talked about missing home. I actually miss mm-hmm. the office because it is to me, I can't work from home. It's too easy to get up, go do laundry, and I hate doing laundry, <laughs> go to get up, go get a snack and stuff like that. So for me, one of the things that I missed was going to Starbucks because I would sit there, grab a coffee, grab a table, sit right. for hours and for right. So 
I learned to write there. I learned to write at the library, public transportation. I've written on buses, on trains, um, at the park wow. while kids were playing, church. Don't tell Bishop that. Mm-hmm. Um, so hey, we won't let tell me him. ask we you guys. Yeah. <laughs> what are some of the weirdest or non-traditional places that you guys have written? Mm-hmm. Anything. It could be your blog or your poem. Anything outside of home? No, I, I've done most of my writing at the house. Mm, amazing. Like okay, so then... Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so maybe I'm just a weird one. Well, okay, no, you're I not. I want to challenge you guys. I want to challenge you guys, and I want to challenge our listeners. You know, this week, you know, in the next couple of weeks, you know, even you know, especially as the pandemic starts um, going down, you know, start looking at other places. You know, whether you write in a notebook or... You know, for me, I have my tablet or my laptop with me. You know, where, mm-hmm. whatever you write on, just, you know, find a spot to write and see how you do with it. You know, you want to be ready for when inspiration hits. But, you know, if you are stuck at home, maybe, mm-hmm. you know, sitting in a park, sitting at the beach, sitting somewhere that's not, you know, your usual comfort spot may help spark right. that inspiration. And, you, you mm-hmm. know, you'll be able to continue writing. That's my tip. Very good tip. Good tip. Thank you. Well, we have come to the end of our program. Apparently, everybody got real quiet. (laughs) (laughs) I think so. (laughs) So we must be at our close. Thank you for everyone. Thank you for our guest, Nikki. You have just been an inspiration, and I loved your book. Loved working on your book. Um, I think it came out great, and just everybody get a copy. It's just it's a really good read. So um, if you have any questions, email us at authorsup at gmail.com. Very good. How about you, Miss Victoria? Do you have any closing remarks for tonight? Always, of course, thanking everybody for being with us again, once again, and also thanking Nikki, too, for taking time to be with us and definitely praying for you and wish wish you um, Mm -hmm. just ease, ease of heart, peace and comfort in your health journey. We love you. Thank you so much. I love you. Yes, we do. Having me on. And I tell you. I tell you what, we um, we are here, of course, on Sundays. We do a replay also on Saturday evenings at 7 p.m. So uh, if you were listening tonight and you want someone else to hear the broadcast that may not have been on, just encourage them to come back on Saturday evenings at 7 p.m. We will be right here. And, of course, we will be right here every Sunday evening. That means next week at 7 p.m. Until then, this is Andrea Hines with Victoria Henderson-Poole and Ruth Griffin, and there's never a dull moment here at Authors Up. Up.